Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here. And today we're going to talk about sales. We're going to talk about how to in- integrate story into selling. It's absolutely critical. If you're not doing it, you got to stop and listen to this. I've got the guys from the business of story to talk about how they do it and the ABTs of selling. We're going to talk about some of the successes they've had with major corporations, really simplify it. And at the end, we're going to really get into how to use this in emails so you can start writing better emails right away. Before we get started, of course, this is brought to you by storycruise.com. One of the best ways to train and to empower your salespeople is through your customer stories. Go to storycruise.com slash tacklebox to learn how to get a great collection of video case stories. Park and Mark. Park Howell, Mark Smith from Business of Story. Thanks a lot for being on. Ian, thanks for having us here, man. Ian, good to be here. Good to have you. And, you know, I'm excited to talk about this. I think storytelling and sales, we all talk about it. There's not a whole lot of method. I mean, there's people teaching it, but they kind of like, you've got to use stories. And that's what they say. You've got to use stories and no one ever shows you how. But it's been critical in my sales success. And I want to talk about how you all are using it. But before we get into that, Park, tell me a little about yourself and, and the business of story. Yeah, well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate being here. I've been in the advertising, branding, marketing world for 35 plus years. So, and I ran my own ad agency in Phoenix for about 20 of those years. And I found story in the early 2000s and started really looking at how to apply it in the business world, especially first and foremost in brand strategy. Because what we were doing up to that point just wasn't working. It just stopped working primarily because of technology. And where I used to, I would say that our our clients used to own the influence of mass media. The masses literally became the media. So they own your story. They own my story. They own Mark. They own your viewer's story here. And because of that, we have to completely change how we go to market with our communications. Not just because we're being bombarded online with communication, but we take that home. We take it into the boardroom. We take it into the presentation room and our brains are just wanting to push back on all this. And I have found uh, these three different narrative frameworks that we use. We're gonna talk about one primarily today that helps you, as I say, hack through the noise and hook the primal heart of your audience, their limbic system, their subconscious, where actually all the buying decisions are really being made. So it's just a delight to be here to show you some of the things we've learned about that. And, and Mark, how did you get involved in all of this? I think that's an interesting story. For sure. So uh, again, thanks for having us here today. So I've been a sales guy basically for the past 20 plus years. And many of those years were spent carrying a proverbial bag, you know, kind of getting the yeses and the noes and the knocks along the way. Along the way, I kind of grew my career into sales leadership, got into a bit of sales engineering, solution architecting. And it was probably five years ago that I was put into a position where I was leading the sales team of a startup here in Chicago. Uh, we had a team of six, grew it to 12. We were growing very quickly. I believe I was number 29. So it was a pretty small organization. Um, and along that way, we had some very young, dynamic, aggressive, you know, sales folks that had all the, the talent behind us. I did my best to infuse the, you know, the training that I had behind me into building this organization. 
and we were communicating and we knew our product, we knew our service, we knew our customers, but we, I don't think we were always doing a very good job connecting. And so this put me in this position of what are we missing? And so I started going down this path and trying to figure out, okay, who are the people that I really respect in the sales world that I've either worked for, or worked with? What did they do that it's different than all the others? Like who are the people that are always going to president's club and on the stage kind of thing? And the common denominator for all of them is they were all excellent communicators. And I think more specifically, as I started to think about, well, how do they communicate? They were all great storytellers. And I was pretty sure that it was all intuitive based storytelling, but they were just great communicators. They had the ability to be human and real and, you know, connect with that other person to drive them to action. So I said, all right, that's what I need to do. I need to figure out, I'm just going to tell stories, right? I'm just, you know, go out and tell stories. And I tried that and quickly realized that there's more to just telling a good story. <laughs> so I said, I better start to dive into this and really figure out who, who out there is owning this space from a business point of view and how to leverage story and sales and business and communication. So going through that, there's only a small handful that in my opinion are doing a really great job. One of them is on the, you know, with us today is in Park Hal, right? So I started stalking Park uh, probably two years ago now and started listening to his podcast. I read his book and it was, a, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago where I said, you know, I'm just going to reach out to the guy and start asking all these questions that were burning in my brain. We started communicating and um, connecting. And many months later, fast forward to the, earlier this year, we, we, you know, took my partnership uh, that you've been building up and joined it with his and now, you know, said, Hey, I think we can build this thing together. You, you have the marketing background. I've got a sales background. Let's see where we can take this thing. And um, we've been jamming ever since it's been fun. I, I love it. And you know, it's a, and you've created this before we get further, you've created a little course, like a fast track course at businessofstory.thinkific.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about the course on there. So if anyone wants to get right to it, they can. Absolutely. So what I've learned in, in training and coaching and teaching sales teams, marketing teams, and branding teams around the world is that we all, of course, live in this fast-paced, hectic, extraordinarily chaotic world. Enter COVID makes it even more chaotic. And people have a hard time taking the time and finding the energy to really invest in themselves to build these skills. So one thing that we have been asked over and over again, can you give us just a little condensed course that we can get a taste of it or something that we can build upon? So that's exactly what we did. Uh, in under 18 minutes, three short videos, we teach the foundational narrative framework of the and button, therefore, was called the ABT. And why this is so important is all of your storytelling begins with this three-step process of and, but, and therefore. So we take people through it, train them how to do it, show them examples of it in action, and then give them what we call story quests of where to apply this ABT immediately in their world for building sales, of course, um, career development, and even personal development, because it's a whole better way of communicating that has literally been around since the beginning of homo sapiens communicating. It's just, we never get taught this stuff. It's something I wish I had learned in the third grade. I think it probably <laughs> would have revolutionized me as a student and maybe even changed my career tra trajectory a little bit. Love it. Uh, and, and so you can go find that at businessstory.thinkific.com. And we'll get into that. But you, you mentioned like training. We've talked a lot about trained sales teams. Mark, you talked about like processes and sales engineering, which sounds very scary and expensive and daunting. But where, you know, in this whole process, do I need to have a sales team before I start using story 
in my sales process? Should I be, you know, before I start collecting sales, should I, I'm not even a salesperson, right? I'm, I'm just running a, a lawn care business. So I'm just a lawyer. Do I need to be doing all of this right now? Mark? Yeah, I'll take that one. Because I think as you, you know, you look at even the smallest of sales organizations can leverage this, this system. And I think the largest of them can do it as well. Over time, whether you're just getting going or you have an organization filled with hundreds of sales folks, it's likely at some point you're going to have to formalize that process, right? And so you start to introduce some sort of framework or strategy or methodology. And there are maybe a dozen of them out there that are most common. The beauty that I think of the ABT is it can literally sit on top of any of those. Whether you're starting with nothing, this is a great way to just simply understand the dynamics of how, how people are driven to action. I think that's the easiest thing. The one, one of the things I came to most appreciate this past year is using it as a listening tool. And I think we're all taught in sales at, at the very beginning. I remember back in my very early days of you know, trying to pick up the phone for the first time without freaking out is just listen, spend more time listening than talking. No one tells you how to listen. No one does, right? And so mm -hmm. I think the ABT, in addition to becoming just a great communication tool, it's also a great listening tool. And that to me is probably the best place to start. And I, and I would definitely act, add to that. And I've learned this after teaching over 200 scientists and academics over the past year about the ABT, working with the guy that revealed it to me, Randy Olson, we can talk about him in a minute, is that we're all in sales. I don't care what role you have in the world. You may not wanna be considered a salesperson, but we're selling all the time, trying to get our kids to eat their peas. You're selling that behavior change. <laughs> you are trying to talk your spouse into, hey, a weekend of golf with your buds. You are selling. You are in the science community. You are trying to get funding for your project or initiative. You're selling. And of course, if you're in the business world, it all begins with selling. Because if you don't have the revenue, you don't actually have the business. That's why we find that the ABT is for literally every homo sapien, every storytelling monkey out there, which we all fall into that species. Um, if you want to be persuasive, have some influence on that person sitting across from you, truly understand what they want out of life and how you can help them get that. And then being able to share how you're going to do that in a very short, concise, simple way that their limbic system loves. That primal brain structure where all of our real buying decisions are being made. And I mean, and you've had a lot of success with this. We, large companies, small companies, you had one with Sharp Electronics. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and let me set the framework real quick for the ABT. What in the world is it? Your viewers are probably saying, okay, ABT, AB, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Here it is. You are a business professional and you must connect with your audiences to convert them to lifelong customers. But you're not connecting because you're boring them with facts, features, functions. Therefore, tell a story beginning with the ABT to, as I mentioned earlier, hack through the noise and hook the hearts of your audience. You have setup, problem resolution, perfect story structure, it's not a story in and of itself. It's not taking me to a time and a place and having a central character and whatever. It is placing your audience as the central character because you're speaking directly to them in your and statement of agreement. Here's who, are, who you are, what you want, and why it's important to you. This is painting that future for tomorrow, that brighter future tomorrow. It's what you want. So we always want to keep that and positive. 
Now you insert act two or the conflict or contradiction, but the single most powerful word of contradiction is but. but, but you don't have it because of this. And you get your audience going, yeah, you're right, I know. Therefore, let me share a solution with you that I can help you get what you want out of life. And of course, you know, in sales and branding and business, when you help your customers get what they want out of life, they will go out of their way to help you be successful. So that's the basic structure of the and, but, and therefore. And it seems so simple. We get this question all the time, Ian, that it seems so simple, it can't possibly work. I even had one lady say, it's reductive and insulting. <laughs> Where does that come from? It comes from us wanting to look and sound smart. We're in business. So we, we have to think, believe that people are going to buy with logic and reason and being rational about it. When the further, it's not even close to being true. We buy with our hearts. We justify our purchases with our heads. So that's what the ABT does to set up and really drive home that but conflict. One other thing I'd like to bring up in this is so often people say, well, I've been coached to never use the word but in business. And really what they're talking about is you don't want to use it in leadership when I'm sitting across from you and saying, I and you are so great here. You bring so much to this team. It's wonderful to have you aboard, but I've just <laughs> negated everything that I was just coaching on, right? That's true. You don't want to do it in that instance. But when you're selling, when you're branding, when you're marketing anything, but becomes your best friend, especially spoken from your audience's point of view, because they are struggling with this contradiction, this problem, this frustration that you are going to help in the long run in your therefore statement. Set up problem resolution, act one, act two, act three, in that order, and you can tell an ABT in under 15 seconds to hook that audience sitting across from you. Fantastic. I mean, I teach this all the time. Three-act structure works, and it works every time. There's a reason that, that everything is essentially in three acts, and anytime time someone veers from it, we have movies that fail. We have TV shows that fail, right? Yep. <laughs> I want to get all original. I'm like, nope, this is what works. It works. It's fundamentals, but people want it. They want it to be sexier than the fundamentals, right? And they want to seem smarter than the fundamentals. Everyone wants the turnaround sky hook when it's like, hey, free throws <laughs> win games, right? Simplify, uh, simplify, simplify. Now get rid of those two simplifies. Just one <laughs> <simplify>. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think that's the key word, right? Simplification. In any time, any, whether you're a sales leader or you're a sales professional, oftentimes having been a sales guy, I can call myself this, we get deemed as lazy because we want things simple and just, just give it to me straight. I think it's more, you know, it's about efficiency, right? But if you have, as you start to layer on these processes, which are necessary, right? You got to get it back in the system and have a record of who you spoke with and what the stage of the sales motion you're in. The more complex we get it, the more heady we become, which is where we become more in our own brain, speaking our own product, our own service. We become the hero in the story as opposed to the guide. And that's that becomes a big problem. I think this EBT is that thing that takes all of that that you already had messing with your head anyway. It just mm -hmm. puts a little bit of framework, a little bit of order and a whole lot of simplicity to make this thing an enjoyable, just human exchange of information. That's all it is. The story is all about solving a problem in someone, you know, someone else's life. It's the same thing in sales. We're not doing anything different. We're just solving a problem in someone else's story. I've used it for so long and I, Mark, I came to a similar, uh, you know, conclusion from you and, you know, cause I, I analyzed the best salespeople and they always were just going around finding stories. 
And then they just had a, a, a like we talk about an arsenal of stories and you're boom, 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 boom. And when you have that collection of stories, you can do this and it works pretty fast, right? You, that's what I want to get into. You, you all worked with Sharp Electronics. How yeah. fast did it work for them? You, you had asked about that. So uh, this was what, February this year, doing a virtual presentation, 120 of their sales and marketing folks. And what we will often do is simply go on and pull up one of their landing pages of a, of a customer and show it as it's currently written. And then we quickly rewrite it as an ABT. And it helps you play off both the marketing folks who are creating that page, but also get the sales folks nodding, saying, yes, this is what we need to be talking about. So we're bridging that gap between marketing and sales. So we did that. And they had this long run on website uh, landing page of just how wonderful Sharp Electronics was and all the electric, you know, the, the awards we won and chest pounding and, you know, everybody does this. So I'm not throwing them under the bus. They had important information in there. They just had it in the wrong order and too much of one thing. So I rewrote it. It went from a bit being there's about eight, 89 words took it down to 47 words and rewrote it as an ABT focus from their customer's perspective, what it is they want out of their printing and, and productivity, but they don't currently have it. Their productivity is, is stuck on pause because of their lack of technology. Therefore, Sharp here will provide blah, 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 blah. Well, the next day, one of their key national uh, account reps goes out, uses that ABT. I learned about this, I in about four days later because they emailed me. And he goes, I don't remember that guy's name that taught me this, but <laughs> this little thing is amazing because I just lifted it off of his deck and I used it in a presentation and landed a piece of business that I've been working on for about four and a half months. And I got to tell you, I couldn't believe the visceral reaction of my customer when I use that simple little ABT to set the stage for the rest of the sale. So it can be used immediately. And by the way, in our course, the ABTs of selling, we go into greater uh, depth on that particular case story about Sharp and the email I got. So that uh, your viewers there, if you really want to see it, go to that and you'll see where we began with their uh, landing page and how we uh, made it into the ABT that then worked to land that piece of business for them. Love it. And yeah, that's, it's, crucial and it's simple, but where do you think people, because yeah, Mark, where do you think you were falling down when you, you sought to teach better stories? Where do you think that, because we get this, hey, and you've got this framework, but where is it being dropped? What's not working when someone tries to sell with story? It, it's the connection piece. I think we're very eager as sales professionals, even the best of the best, they're very eager to especially those that believe in their product or service or whatever they're selling, they're eager to, to talk about it, right. And communicate, but you know, they, they don't, they don't connect. And I think that's where I was really struggling is why are we not connecting? And what's, what's a common tendency. And I've fallen into this many times myself and my teams have is just, we hear a problem and we want to solve for it. Right. Mm. And so we hear that and we just pounce like a tiger on that thing and just say, great. I've been waiting for you to share that problem or 10 problems. Here we go. It's showtime. And now it's, you know, the camera's on me and I'm ready to sell. I think what the challenge is, we, we don't take enough time to dig into the context around that problem. What, what's been going on in the world? What do they want? Why does it matter? Park just kind of walked you through that example of, you know, really setting the stage for it. How long has this thing been going on? Where did this stem from? Who feels this pain, right? And, and why does that matter? Like, to, in order to enact change, we need to understand why that change is necessary. 
And the bigger we can make that contrast between where they are and where they want to be, the more readily uh, willing your audience will be to take action. Because I think that's what they're looking for is whether or not this decision is important enough for them to create change. Because I think often that's what we're battling. It's not the product or service. It's just change. You know, change mm -hmm. is hard. And so I think we need to build that story around. And that's where this ABT comes in. This is where story plays into it. And it's, it's not about becoming the best storyteller. It's understanding story dynamics and how the brain works to just drive people to action. Yeah, it, it's very true. And it, it, like I said, it's the connection. And why is this important? And really diving into it. And, you know, besides asking questions, you know, when do you realize that, hey, I'm ready I really understand that connection point and I'm ready to use this ABT. Is there a moment? How do you, how do you find that? Right now, this is the moment <laughs> to start using it. And, 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 I, and I'm not even being facetious here. Again, this is something, I've been in communications my entire life. Been through journalism school. I studied music composition and theory. And I learned much more about communication, I felt like in my composition and theory classes than I did my journalism classes. The ABT is the most powerful thing I've ever come across. I learned about it from Dr. Randy Olson about 10 years ago. He is a Harvard PhD evolutionary biologist who goes on to USC film school, graduates, produces three documentaries on climate change and has written five, now six books teaching scientists how to use story and storytelling to communicate their big ideas. At the center now is the only thing he teaches is the ABT in the science world. And I am the token business guy, as I mentioned, that come in and work in his world, but we are bringing it and have been bringing it to the business world for the past eight years, because as a brander, when I saw the ABT for the very first time, it hit me over the head like, oh my God. My whole career is about making the complex messaging around a brand simple, digestible, and irresistible for customers. And when I saw this little ABT thing, I'm like, wow, that is powerful. And he teaches it. It's powerful because it's evolution. You know, the argument is storytelling is more important for our survival and evolution than our opposable thumbs because we are the only beings that we know of that think, plan, organize and act using stories, using a fiction. Because think about every time you're selling something, it's a fiction. You're selling a brighter tomorrow for somebody through your product or service. That is total fiction until you deliver on it. Then your job as a salesperson is to deliver on all those great promises you're making. But I promise you, there is not a data sheet out there. There is not a features and function PowerPoint that paints what Mark had said earlier, that context of what your audience really wants that brighter tomorrow that you can deliver on. And story is the only thing that will do that for you. Now, the one other thing that we will talk about a lot is you and I and everybody watching this, we are intuitive storytellers. I mean, it is baked into our being. The problem is, and I'm sure you've seen this with your, your customers as well, is just because you're a storyteller doesn't mean you're any good at it. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean you know when to use which story at the right time or even how to tell that story. What we teach is to help people evolve from intuitive to intentional storytelling, storytellers using these steps. And we're not talking Pixar here because none of us are screenwriters. It's impossible to make that transition from the Pixar way into um, selling. I follow the hero's journey and I've worked with that a lot in branding. And even that is too complex until you really get a handle 
on this very simplified but powerful narrative framework of the ABT. So long way of saying that the, the time is now, if you're watching this right now, literally grab a pen and paper or whatever and write an ABT immediately. And statement of agreement, your audience, what do they want? And why is that important to them? But why don't they have it? What's standing in the way? Therefore, how are you there to help them get it? And Do it immediately. <laughs> and one of the immediate ways, I'm sure everyone here has an email that they have to write to follow up with someone and probably a sales email. And you know, with all anyone I've ever coached in sales, I'm like, don't just say, hey, checking in. Always have some intention. And this is, I think, a great format. So how would you use this then in an email sales scenario? Mark, I'll throw that over to you. You're quite good at this. <laughs> I think using it a couple of different ways. So if you look at a typical sales process from lead generation to discovery, to objection handling, negotiation, throwing out a proposal, landing a deal, servicing the deal all the way through, this can literally be that vehicle that sits on top of all of it, right? Because all you're doing throughout the process and throughout that journey is filling in the blanks. So if I'm just introducing myself to someone to make sure that I'm not in that hero mindset coming through and to say, this is why our product and service is great. Pick up the phone. Do you want to buy it? That never works, right? So they put you in the right frame of mind to start with the, the customer in mind first, right? And say, this is, this is likely who you are, what you're looking to achieve and why it matters. But this is that thing that's in the way. And maybe you've read that somewhere. Maybe you've found you know, there's a a recording of the CEO says something on some podcast, or maybe it's on your show. I am, um, you know, therefore that's, I'd love to set up a few minutes of your, in, to, to walk through this challenge and see where we might go from there. Or you're in discovery session and say, I'd like to set up a discovery call for 15 minutes to, and then you go through the ABT uh, to solve this problem and see where it goes. Someone fires off a nasty objection to you. Great. Whether it's on the phone or via email, that's a really nice way to frame the objection in a way that is pragmatic and it was just black and white and get to the root of what's going on. Because often that first objection, as we all know, is not the ultimate reason why they're saying no or hesitating or not moving forward. So there are quite a few different applications throughout. I think the easiest way to, as Park said, is just to get started. No matter where you are in that sales process, sales motion, just get started because it'll get easier over time. It does take practice, but it, I guarantee for those that are listening, it's a tool that I wish I would have had a long time ago and particularly though that five years ago when I was leading a team and trying to figure out how do we get over this communication challenge? How do we start to connect? So practice now and uh, you know, pretty soon you'll be glad that you did. <laughs> um, and like, can you give an example like of handling an objection using this model? Yeah. So a company comes to you and says, you know, I did, this is just not the right timing for us. Or they say, this is probably not uh, the right fit. You know, then oftentimes we're trying to figure out well, what is that? Then you just go back to the whole, you know, start with a problem. So when we walked in, what we heard from you is that you're struggling with converting customers at a fast enough rate to keep up with the, the supply of what you have to offer. Going back a little bit, maybe you set the stage for what I understand right now is you're in a critical phase of time because your business is growing faster than ever. You're coming out of this journey of COVID that we all have, and you're trying to figure out how to keep up with the pace of change in this era of digital transformation. But what's slowing you back is you just don't have either the right people in place, the right technology. Therefore, I, th I think, you know, if it's important enough to you to move forward, what I propose to you is then insert solution, right? And so if, if that's, did I hear that correctly? And, you know, you're going back to, if you didn't hear it correctly, then you just go right back to it. So what I heard you say now is then they're redefining the problem. So you're just filling this in. I think what's cool getting back to that listening piece that we mentioned earlier is the more specific that you can become about that client's objection and just repeat it back to them 
within this structure of the ABT, it almost clarifies their own problem in their own head. They say, well, you often get that reaction of like, ah, oh, you said that better than I could have, you know? <laughs> it's, and yeah. I think that that's where, that's where the connection starts to happen. That's where they start to say, okay, they really care about this solution. It's not about them. It's about really caring about us and trying to solve it. Love it. So now if it's a sales organization, tell, explain how you work with sales organizations. What, how do you help them? So brought in a, a good example is a company called Medela, a healthcare company out of Chicago. Pre-COVID, my very last in-person visit, I did a half-day training session with 60-plus of their sales team in person at their annual sales conference in 2020. So they were like, wow, this is great. But now we are all stuck at home on our virtual screens here. And I, we need to convert this into virtual selling. How do we make this, which is even more powerful in virtual selling. So we come in and they follow the challenger sales model. So very much following that, as Market said earlier, that's the chassis on which we're, they have their selling strategy say, all right, how do you actually story within that particular framework? So then we would come in and we did six live one-hour sessions with them, starting again with a, a, a refresher with the ABT. And then we move into our second framework called the five primal elements of a short story for big impact, which is just an expanded ABT using two more elements. And now you're actually stating or telling an anecdote that makes your business point for you. So the way we, we teach design is we come in and say, okay, you've got a big presentation sitting in front of you, or maybe you just have a five minute, maybe that's all they're gonna give you, great. You go in, you have your strategy and your story strategy in place and you begin with an ABT and you deliver that in under 20 seconds. 15 seconds is even better to hook that limbic system and get them leaning in. You now have a singular narrative around a singular problem that you were there to solve in that moment. People argue, well, I solve many, many problems. And that's a problem when you get down to your storytelling, because if you start now introducing a bunch of different problems, you're gonna lose your audience. You gotta stay focused. So you do the ABT to hook them, get them leaning in, and then you use these five primal elements of a short story to make your business point for you. You have led with the, the story elements, and now you're telling a story, and in under two minutes, you got them going, wow, this is pretty amazing. You have three minutes left in that five-minute presentation to then back it up with your data if you need to, or what quite often happens is that story, that meeting expands. So week one, ABT, week two, five primal elements of story. And then in the next four weeks, we highlight four categories of stories that you need to be thinking and telling about depending on where you are in the sales process. Do you need a connection story to connect with that person sitting across from you? Do you need a clarity story that clarifies the problem you're gonna be solving for them? Do you need an influence story and when do you use it? Which is basically thwarting their anti-story because whenever you ask someone to change, they go, oh, I can't possibly because of this, this, this. They're creating anti-stories. You need to have a better story to overcome that. And then you end with a success story if need be that just really demonstrates the overall success someone else has had with your product or service that is just like the person sitting across from you. So that's what we do. They're typically one hour virtual trainings. And then there's story quests that we send them on that week to go out and practice what they're learning in the moment and applying it immediately into their work. Love it. And it's so important to have the whole arsenal of stories and have a bunch of stories and not just rely on one. 
that's fantastic. So if someone wants to get in contact with you, learn more about working with you, what's the best way? Yeah, shoot us a note, either park or mark at businessofstory.com. Visit our website. You can find all of our contact information there too, businessofstory.com. And I too do a, a weekly show. I've been doing it for six years, bringing in story artists from around the world just to do what we're doing right here is talk about how do we actually apply stories in this crazy, chaotic world of business? Awesome. And that course also is at businessofstory.thinkific.com. Learn how to implement and execute the ABT principle. I love it. And uh, well, thank you guys for being on the show. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Ian. We appreciate the time. And this has been fun. Thank you. All and, right. Uh, but now I want to see, Ian, can you give us an ABT? Let's put you on on the on the. uh, the I always do this whenever I'm on. You know, (laughs) I don't know what I'm selling right now. That's the problem. (laughs) We'll let you off the hook. (laughs) Okay, let me off the hook. I appreciate it. It's a little late in the day for me. I've I've been uh, telling stories all day. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's a great. I mean, that's a great challenge, and you know, and. You all both are on LinkedIn. People can follow you there as well, too. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Park and Mark of the Business of Story, thank you so much for being on. And thank you all for taking uh, Mark, Park, and me on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 